Welcome to EGN Conversations. This is Nick Johnson, and I will be speaking with business leaders from a wide range of industries on hot and trending topics. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning and welcome to EGN Conversations. Uh, today we have with us Chris Sim. Welcome, Chris. How are you today? I'm well, Nick. Thanks, and how are you? Yes, I'm very, very good, thanks. It's, it's a Friday and I'm looking forward to a weekend with some outdoor activities. What about you? Absolutely. Uh, you know, spending time with the kids is the end of the year. Time of self-reflection. Look after yourself, right? It's a good weekend. That sounds about right. I think that is absolutely key, especially as we're coming on to the end of uh, 2020, which has been a bit of a tough and challenging year for many people. Uh, so, Chris... Tell us, what would you like to talk about today? So, yeah, like you said, end of the year, challenging. Um, and, and most of us are, are probably looking at what we're going to do for the new year, 2021. See, it's, it's not going to let up for a short while, uh, this, this COVID uh, virus. Uh, we're happy to be in Singapore. I think the word resilience comes to mind. And I really want to talk about resilience today, Nick, and what it could mean for us. That's uh, definitely a word that I love to hear, uh, Chris, and I agree. Uh, resilience is uh, uh, the, the game changer, should I say. Uh, it, the people who can cope with resilience this year, they go through this and coming out perhaps even stronger than before. And uh, that's my little quick take on it. But tell me, Chris, what, what, what does it mean to you? You know, it, it takes me back to, uh, and sorry to use a sports analogy, but it takes me back to, to when my, my father actually took me out to play tennis. And, you know, imagine a six-year-old boy with a tennis racket who really doesn't want to wake up on a Saturday morning. Uh, I had a tough week at school, and then you need to play tennis with your dad. Um, so a couple of things you take away from tennis, though. Uh, we, we're quite a bit further. Uh, number one... Tennis is a game that doesn't stop after uh, like 90 minutes, like football or soccer, whichever you call it. You and I have talked about what, uh, soccer. It, it, it stops. It can goof around for like 90 minutes um, and, it, and, and then nothing happens, really. Um, tennis is not a game that uh, accredits you points for a nice landing, like uh, ski jumping or, you know, uh, diving. It's, it's a game whereby you need to, work from point to point. If you lose the point, you try to win the game. Uh, if you choose to lose the game, you try to win the uh, set. You lose the set, you regain energy, you self-reflect, you think about what did they do wrong? How did I pick up on my uh, opponent's attacks or something? You try to win the match, you win the match. Sure, you can be down for a while, but look at it as a, a learning moment. Um, and then move on to the, the next part of the competition, the next part of the tournament. And I think we are there, Nick. Um, I, I found this article from, from Harvard Business Review that basically says, look, uh, and it refers to, uh, to something that the Buddha once said. Um, if, if someone is struck by an arrow, uh, it will hurt. Uh, if that same person is struck by the second arrow, will it, will it hurt? Yes, it sure will but the pain of the first arrow is still there. So you're kind of braced already. And you can go on and on about it. Hopefully it won't get you too many arrows. But the point is, uh, and, and, and maybe it's a bit idealistic, 
COVID has been part and parcel of our life for near to a year now in most, if not all parts of the world. And it will still be a very difficult thing to deal with. Having said that, and if you think about resilience and you think about forward thinking, sorry to use the buzzword, how about thinking about what can we do differently in the new year? Um, look at the food and beverage in Singapore, um, uh, especially the folks who had difficulties um, trying to pivot their business, but they had to. So you had three-star restaurants that suddenly decided to do takeaway. And guess what? It worked. They didn't get the revenue that they wanted. And surely, unfortunately, we had to say goodbye to some restaurants, but you know, we're dealing with it. And so I see an analogy there that we can, can leverage. Um, you've taken the first two hits. What are you going to do? You have lost the set. How are you going to win the match? What are we going to do for 2021? Can we do something different? I'm sure we can. Yes, Chris, I, I think you come with a lot of positive ideas here and some positive energy, which is what we need. And indeed, resilience is something that we build on. Uh, we have gone through this year. We have started to come into acceptance. We had to accept that COVID is here. It won't go away. Even though we have some vaccines there, it's still going to be a long journey. And uh, I think most of us have given up that it's uh, soon going to be back to the old normal. It's, uh, it's a new world we live in and uh, we, have, we have acclimatized to it. We have found ways around it just here in Singapore. Uh, the fact that we can do meetings in groups of five now. I know that about six, seven different groups we met up on five of the EGN members yesterday and they had wonderful gatherings and they said it was some of the best meetings they ever had because they were meeting up in a small group and uh, it's the energy we get from other people. So also back to what you said earlier, we are blessed to be in Singapore that we have this and looking at in the calendar, it's only 10 days until we can be in groups in eight. So it, it, I'm yeah. very, very positive about the small little wins. Absolutely. And, and thanks that you mentioned that. So I recall the times where, you know, you would bring in 10, 12 people to a meeting and after an hour, you would not walk away with anything. Guess what? Everyone wants to say something. I think the positive thing about that maximum of five that we have in Singapore is that you have a small group and you can be effective about a meeting. Uh, we uh, are able to work from home. Uh, we are blessed with a uh, good infrastructure here, but you have that infrastructure in other countries as well, or maybe they're going towards that. Um, you see companies rethinking their need for real estate. I'm sorry to say for the, the, the people who actually own the buildings there, but we can make more, uh, work more efficiently, so to speak. And I guess one of the other things, and also resilience again, resilience, yeah. in the early days of working from home, you had, or at least people I spoke with, we're kind of struggling in small apartments, let's say in Hong Kong or in, in Bangkok with their spouse, with their family. And yet there are others, a lot of others that now have turned that around and see, hey, I can see what challenges my spouse is going through working in her work or in his work. Uh, I myself, I have, you know, I have two kids. Um, I have an increased uh, appreciation for early learning teachers 
because we all guess what as most of our parents as parents or will attest to you suddenly need to kind of figure out how does how does this curriculum work how do i solve this math problem it is a challenge this COVID. it's, it's a it's it's a challenge for most of us and unfortunately uh not just a challenge but 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 very impactful but then then again the life goes on the, the tennis game goes on the badminton game goes on the, the whatever volleyball game it goes on it will not stop until you say it stops and and guess what i think uh there are ways to think about this working from home check and so forth positively just pick them up and 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 and, and kind of move on with uh, with a better version of life in 2021. That sounds uh, like some good ideas there, Grace. And what should we do with our staff or our teams then? How can we help them? Well, some some things I've learned myself, but also from folks that I work with uh, who lead teams of like 100, 200. Um, to, to, to have more engagement with them. Uh, I would say that the idea of having uh, one-to-ones uh, or, or one-to-ones with the team on a regular basis uh, has become more commonplace, uh, not just as an idea, but really with a purpose. And uh, the agenda would be to check in, not start with where are we with work and how are you doing, but more like, how are you feeling today? Um, are there any challenges to kind of get work done. So that's, that's, I guess, one thing. And that simple gesture would mean tons for the person in the outskirts of Manila who's trying to struggle with a, a Wi-Fi that's not, not uh, consistent. That's just one thing. I think the second thing is um, there are tools and systems out there that, uh, that help lighten up work a little bit and at the same time make it more efficient. Um, I won't name any brand names, but there are platforms whereby you can use sticky notes, virtual sticky notes uh, on a whiteboard, a virtual whiteboard. Let's say you have a product that you need to, uh, need to start up, but you want to have ideas. So to involve your staff into your thinking in a way that's really engaging. I think lastly, and um, uh, that this is a little bit more fundamental, uh, kind of relook at how we meet staff's needs in terms of expenses. Um, a good friend of mine in the Philippines, this was in April, uh, was sharing with me that, hey, I've got a team of 50 and they're working from home. They're using your own Wi-Fi. And none of them has asked me before, but at some point in time, one of them will ask me, hey, Jeff, are we gonna get compensated for this? Because I'm paying for my Wi-Fi. And at the same time, uh, there are expenses that you pre-COVID would have made for your staff that would change. So let's say the training that you do for them that would be classroom uh, before, which requires finding a classroom, which requires uh, finding time with a trainer, could probably be done more efficiently like we do with eGen through a Zoom meeting with a whiteboard sticky note tool at a more flexible time, which can then be recorded and then shared with, with staff. So all that to kind of lower the pressure on staff, lower the anxiety level, I think, and kind of flip the 
flip the table, make it more productive, make it more freedom, involve them better. Right? I think that's the key word as well. Okay. And uh, to round off with uh, Chris, you've been part of EGN for a while now. Has the EGN community helped you on your resilience and well-being to be connected to a network? And how important would you say this is for 2021? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, if, if I could narrow it down to three things, like one is perspectives, right? So EGN uh, has done a really great job of, of mixing groups and allowing people to talk around the same topic. So we have, in my case, the, the business owner group, but we have coaching groups, leadership groups, a wide variety. So that's one. Perspectives that you would probably not have time for pre-COVID. Secondly, that sense of community. I think the sense of community helps in having open conversations. Uh, EGN has a certain uh, guardrails in place that you know you, you all send us an email if, if there are any uh, concerns with a new member, you want to keep it non-competitive. So that's a really clean environment. So that's a, that's a really good thing as well. And I think lastly, um, uh, more on a softer note, the way you and, 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 and your staff manage uh, these Zoom meetings, it's relaxed. It starts with a half hour networking, get to know people. In summary, it is a, a not just a, a good break, but a useful break in the working day on something that you would otherwise not have access to. And, and that's what EGN did to me. So thanks for the Christmas gift, Nick. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Chris. It's great to have you part of EGN. And thanks for joining EGN Conversations today. Uh, and on that note, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I'm sure I will see you for some of the EGN cycling or the running or perhaps some of the EGN lunches over the festive season. So thank you very much again. Merry Christmas to you and yours and uh, see you in the new year. Thank you for listening to EGN Conversations. This is Nick Johnson. Please follow me on LinkedIn to get the latest updates on EGN Conversations. <laughs>